0: Straight up, pay him. Pay that man his money.
1: Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better go! Show me the money!
0: Uh, like like the juice! Juice Uh,
1: Juice is good! Very, very good! good. So good! It is the Cashin' Out Podcast. I'm Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark. And and guys, I got to tell you, finally, after two bad weekends in a row for me, finally a profitable weekend. And one big reason why was because of the Ohio State game and the live line. Ohio State, you know, only giving 21 to Indiana. I thought it was a gift. And it ended up being the gift that kept on giving throughout the game. So I took advantage of the live line. How was your guys' betting weekend? It well, was pretty good um, because, you know, a lot of the money lines
0: were were paying off. And outside of it, unless you got screwed on Carolina. Now, I think the public probably did fairly well. I mean, Packers, a lot of money went on the Packers, a lot of money on the Patriots. Um, and then you had a lot of money on the Panthers. And oops, I mean that's a big oops. I mean they were eight and two ATS on the road under Matt Rule. It, it spelled that they were going to. The Giants were four and sixteen ATS as a home dog. Uh, all the injuries, everyone, Barkley, Galladay, Tony, it uh, was a blowout the wrong way. Giants were bottom ten in rush defense, and look what happened. Right, so when you think about when you think about the highest percentage win plays this week going in on paper, Arizona the Rams the buccaneers and the packers. packers. Yep. If you if you loaded up money line, you know, you probably made some money. Now if you decided to toss in one the panthers on the road and they were by the way they were 73% highest percentage of winning the week. It went it went Arizona 96, Rams 96, Bucks 84%, Packers 75% and the Panthers were 73%. So if you got a little greedy and you threw in the road Panthers, and took the L that would suck but i think the public did fairly well this week mark how about you
2: yeah it's been it was my worst weekend of the year so every every weekend when we've picked these money line picks or i've picked these money line picks i've won at least 2 out of 3 and then one week i won all 3 this week i went 1 and 2 so that was my worst yet and that stupid uh falcons dolphins game 30 to 28 was Isn't that one a push? that really well i took money lines take money oh, lines straight up yeah. so yeah so it, it screwed me on uh that particular game screwed me and i was staring at that bengal's game and ravens yep. to pick the bengal's and i was also staring at uh the uh titans to upset the chiefs and i didn't pull the trigger on it i took the, the more conservative oh. money line picks and they came back uh-huh. to bite me
1: so I, i'm telling you yeah I, i'm telling you guys so far this year it is it is taking the big favorites the touchdown or more favorites and just taking them to win the game. I mean, there are very few of those have even had a sweat, right? We talked about in last week's show when we were, or podcast, when we were guessing the lines, we were talking about if you ju- just take every team that's favored by seven or more and just, uh, just load them up on Moneyline. Uh, we, we, when we did that last week, we saw that it paid over one-to-one. So if you're taking big favorites right now, which the public tends to do, uh, you're doing pretty darn good. And I ended up, uh, I, Ended up hitting a nine uh, nine way money line uh, parlay last weekend uh, or this weekend with using a lot of those big money lines. So that was a that was a big hit. It wasn't a, an enormous payout because of the odds, but you know hitting nine nine of those was 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 big for me. So I want to go though with two quick observations, and I want to get your opinion uh, for for one college, one pro. I'm going to start out with number one. I think this Ohio State football team is the best team in the country, and I will be surprised if they aren't number one in the playoff. And number two, I, I think they're a national championship team right now. I really, really do. After watching these the, the Buckeyes the last few weeks, I know maybe it's a little bit of a homer pick, but I've seen these odds two weeks ago from go from Ohio State to win it all at twelve to one. Now it's down to five and a half to one. Anthony, your your first thoughts is are do you, am I crazy for saying Ohio State's the best team in the country? Well, you're not you're not crazy to think it. I, I just I.
0: I'm not so sure we can go all in yet, but I do agree with you that they've taken all these teams that they feasted on. It just seems their confidence is off the chart. So whatever, if they did have a lock, lack of confidence coming out of the Oregon loss, um, they've tapped, they have pushed the right buttons on trying to, you know, they had the right teams lined up after that to try to get confidence. And then the evolution and development of Stroud, uh, he had the reset button against Akron. So we got to take a week off. So, um, I, I was drooling over that 12 to one that that feels really awful yes. now that we didn't pull the trigger on that, but I can understand why why people were waiting to see because of the, the bottom feeders of the big 10. They've just killed. Um, I think, and I said this on my show earlier today that I think the dream scenario right now is that offense against the Georgia defense and yes. then see who comes out a winner. Um, that's not to say that, if Georgia beats Bama in a close one and Bama does not make the playoff, that you, you can't convince me that Oklahoma is better than Bama. Like, I don't think you can convince me of that. And we may get to a point where we're watching a playoff that has Oklahoma in it and Bama not based on the scheduling. I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma did not score one point in, a, in the first half against Kansas. And, and so, you know, we're, we're just at this point now where, yeah, I would be afraid to play Ohio State the way they're playing right now. I'm And I, I answer that question the way you bet it, which is one team you just wouldn't want to see. And now Georgia may not be afraid of anybody, but if Ohio State is able to get into the end zone a few times against them, then I don't know how they beat them. So you're right. Uh, I'm glad I said it on the tailgate show that the way the Kansas game and Oklahoma game was going and the way the – Uh, what was the other game Cincinnati was playing Navy that if Ohio state beats down Indiana tonight, I think you heard me say it on the tailgate that they should be at least the third best team in the country. Yeah. And I think Herb street had him at number two behind Georgia. So I think he's seeing the matchup as well.
1: Mark, am I crazy Ohio state, the best team right now?
2: I think we'll see. I mean, right now I, I would, to your point, I'd be afraid to play them. I mean, their offense is just spectacular. Um, Defense seems like it's improving. Um, And I don't know if there's another team with enough offensive Mm -hmm. firepower that's really going to test our defense properly that can keep up with us. So, no, I I think you're right. I mean, we got Penn State this weekend. They're coming off back-to-back losses, I think. So, they're going to be fired up. Uh, We got Michigan State, Michigan, Big Ten Championship, uh, first playoff game, and then the national championship. So, we got, what, three, four, five, six you know, tough games where we're going to get tested, but, you know, I like our odds.
0: Let me ask you guys a question, and this, this may be pretty far-fetched and going too much all-in on Ohio State right now. If I asked you whether you felt Ohio State would be trailing in a football game in the fourth quarter, the rest of the regular season, what would you say? I would be surprised. You'd I, say no. Yeah. What about second half? trailing in a second half of a
1: game the rest of the way. Will they be trailing? I'd be surprised. I, I just don't, looking at the rest of this Big Ten, I don't think there's any uh, offense that can match yeah. up. There's just not an offense out there that, that can match. Which, well, is, Ohio the, State which can. is
0: the most beautiful thing for them because their biggest weakness was their defense. We knew the offense couldn't be held down for long. And, and if you're telling me that the best defense is the best offense, if, if the best defense is the best offense that they have, And you're right, you're not that afraid of being able to get in track meets with people because you're going to win at the end. Now, we can't control turnovers, can't predict those. Michigan's got a pretty good run game right now. Now, what, what would be really fun is if Michigan beats Michigan State, stays undefeated, Ohio State and Michigan playing that game with Michigan being undefeated and Ohio State having the one loss. It's an elimination game. And then you get Michigan trying to grind that out on the ground to kind of keep Ohio State's offense at bay a little bit, just to, a manageable, just to get it manageable. Uh, but you're right. At this point in time, I don't care who they're playing. Their confidence scares me.
2: Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, Michigan would be the only game I could see the possibility of us trailing in the second half would be at Michigan. I don't think Michigan State or Penn State are going to put us in that spot.
0: I mean, Blake Horn was the real deal as far as how he can run the football. He's really good. And they're a top five rushing team. They're they're a 250 plus rushing team a game right now against an Ohio State team that that was kind of their bugaboo. That was their weakness. So that would be a recipe to try to manage Ohio State into a second half is to run, run, run. And then, but your defense has to come to the party too, which Michigan's has lately. You know, Michigan's only. You know, Michigan's. You know, they had to go to Madison. It's not always easy. They had to exercise the demons there, and they did that. They they wind up getting out of Nebraska barely and then they handle Northwestern the way they're supposed to. Let's see what happens at Michigan State and now remember Michigan's got to go to East Lansing and to Happy Valley not that that's anything but maybe Penn State will rebound and then they got to go to Maryland um, before they get Ohio State so they're going to have three road games before they get to Ohio State to host them so a long way to go but yeah I mean I I was in the camp of that Penn State was going to be the biggest threat to Ohio State the rest of the way and Doesn't feel like that anymore now. I mean, we got the evidence now. Illinois ran for 357 against Michigan without their starting left tackle.
1: What's Ohio State going to do to them? And not only that, Anthony, but Rutgers was in the game against Michigan, had an opportunity late in that game. Uh, To me, this Ohio State offense just reminds me so much of two years ago uh, with LSU. It's just stacked everywhere. Really good offensive line. Uh, NFL wide receivers. I mean, remember they had Jefferson. uh, They had Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They had Jamar Chase. I feel like Ohio State's offense is similar to that LSU team where it is just NFL guys all over the place. And I just I'd be shocked if anybody can score with them. And that's why I think yeah. Ohio State ultimately will potentially be better and beat Georgia and their great defense because I'm not sure the Georgia offense can score enough points against Ohio State. We'll see, but All right, my other observation from the weekend, this was the the big story from yesterday, was the Bengals. All right, the Bengals just absolutely destroyed the Ravens, a Ravens team that's coming off a win over, not only just a win, a dominant win over the Chargers the week before. Now, to me, this Bengals team looks like a team that is a legit contender to win the AFC. Am I crazy? Am I going too far in saying that? No. Well... Winning the AFC
0: it might be a hair of a stretch, but it's not a crazy stretch. I think where you got to zero in on is the value for them to win the division is plus 260. And I actually like that.
1: And you know what it was before they beat Baltimore? What's that? 10 to 1. Yeah. It was 10 to 1. Yeah. Now it's plus 260. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you're right. It's come way down. Now they've got the tie. Remember, they've beaten Pittsburgh on the road and Baltimore on the road, and they get the Browns at home first. Somehow they win that game. They'll have a leg up on all three teams in the division as far, and they'll, they'll all be two of them. Three will be on the road. I also said today that if the only thing holding you back right now is the history of Cincinnati, that you just can't wrap your mind around it, but let's look around and look at that defense, that defense top five in scoring D, they're top five in opponent yards per play. Um, they showed us they were for real. The one, the one thing that defined it for me, Baltimore is at, on their home field and they're down 10 with 12 minutes to go. That's a two-possession game with 12 minutes to go on your home field, fourth and seven on your own 38, and you go for it. Right. It tells me that they felt like they could not give the ball back and expect to win, that they needed points on that drive. I was kind of – and I was impartial at the time, Mark, and I was saying, how do you not punt this? You're only down 10. There's 12 minutes to go. Anything can happen. Maybe get some pressure. Maybe get a turnover. Make the Bengals. You can't afford to give up any more points there. The Bengals wind up stopping them. They score a touchdown, and it's lights out. I just feel like if you're ever going to go all in on Cincinnati, it's getting late. And and so the division bet, to me, may be the one to make it, plus, two, plus 260. Um, I was in the camp before the game that I I wanted to see it, to believe it. Well, that's that's the famous gambler's line, is that you waited too long. You didn't have the gambler's mentality should have gone and all in knowing it was a one gamer and if you win the game then you get those odds that you just mentioned that 10 to one yeah so sometimes you have to do it but Burrow was six and two against the spread as a dog of three or more points and now with three outright wins so it's time to think about that and there was so much money on the Ravens I think 80 percent of the money was on the Ravens I love Burrow against the Blitz right now he's been incredible but you know to win the AFC what are the odds you say to win the AFC
1: um, I gotta pull up okay. those odds, but to get to
0: the Super Bowl, my goodness, that's—I don't think I can go all in there, but I'd be definitely willing to take a plunge on the plus two sixty to win the North.
2: What we're Anthony, I think I was listening to you last week on on your show, and I think it was wasn't it seventy five to one Bengals to win the Super Bowl? It was, and it now was. it's
1: forty. It's yeah. forty now. Yeah, it was seventy five yeah, to one. Yeah,
2: they still have the Bengals or the uh, Browns and Ravens quite a bit ahead of them to go to win the Super Bowl, which is a little surprising yeah,
0: after that. Yeah, and so here's here's what happens. If Cincinnati can beat the Jets this week, which they should, and then they get the Browns at home, and that's a game that they're gonna want to solidify who they are. Now now you've really got something. Now you're looking at a seven and two football team. And I the seventy five to one, I would never bet the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, but I would take that bet because if they get in the tournament and they're for real, which we think they are. Then it's Hedge City. And then you've got so much hedge possibilities with them, yep. so I would have done it. I recommended it on Friday at seventy five to one because it obviously goes to hell if they lose to the Ravens. They didn't.
1: So that's what the gamble's all about, and it paid off AFC, by the way, Mark is twenty to one. So the Bengals are twenty to one. I don't love to, to get to the Super Bowl to just to get to the yeah. Super Bowl. I don't love the actual Super Bowl. Uh, odds to win the Super Bowl I like the AFC because I mean I think the AFC is significantly weaker than the NFC I too. Agree. now the Kansas City's where they are and they probably I mean Kansas City Kansas City getting close
0: to being cooked I mean they're close I think they've got some games here they could win to right the ship to maybe try to get back in the playoffs but at three and four uh, I'm not gonna throw Kansas City away I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it's not an overreaction to say that Kansas City is not great that's not an overreaction The overreaction would be to say they're absolutely done. Stick a fork in them. You're not going to touch them. Like they get the Giants this week, they'll get the Packers at home. Uh, You know, if they can string a couple wins together, then all of a sudden people will be saying at five and four, they're still a tough out. So, um, but you're exactly right, Scott. When you talk about the AFC and the contenders now, Cincinnati's certainly one of them. So I'm not going to laugh at twenty to one. It's not horrible, but I still lean Buffalo. And but outside of that, Buffalo and the Ravens, the way Tennessee is playing, you could make the case that twenty to one is still really good value, just to get to the Super Bowl.
1: Mark, you like it? It's tough.
2: The AFC is just tough. I I'm surprised Kansas City's still where they are. I I kind of like the Titans. They're really growing on me. You know, the defense started out shaky, but it's really improved. Um, they're at plus. Seven fifty for the AFC. It looks like I, I like the Titans quite a bit. Hmm,
1: that's an interesting one. All right, let's move on. Let's what is get
0: it? the Ravens real fast to come back. Uh, they're hundred. All right,
1: there's something there too.
2: Yeah, Browns are Browns are plus nine hundred. Chargers plus nine
1: hundred. Boy, there's there's two bets that I want to punch myself in the face for not making. One was Ohio State at twelve no, to one to I'm, win it all. I'm so mad. And number two yeah. now is is the Cincinnati Bengals to win the division at ten to one yeah. to win the division at ten to one. Just two days ago, you could have had that. Ah, oh, frustrating. All right, let's go ahead. We're gonna look at the. Uh, NFL lines for next week and take a little guess because I th- the reason why we like to do this is because I think we can see value when when we're mm-hmm. making guesses on these teams where we think the yeah. line is going to be. True. Obviously, it's showing which way we think this thing should go. So let's start out. We'll and then go... we
0: need to build a parlay that actually wins. Yes. A prop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And we're going to do a little contest, uh, head to head to head here, uh, three way battle of uh, picking three games for next weekend. All right, starting out though, Miami and Buffalo. Uh Mark, you get the first shot at uh, at this spread. Miami at mm-hmm. Buffalo. Uh
0: 13 and a half. Anthony? Oh, my Buffalo. I mean, that's a big spread. He's not wrong. I I'll, I'll Boy, Miami lost. They're a, they're a mess. What would what would get me to take Miami? It would have to get the hook. So, give me 14 and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 right with you guys. I think that's a two touchdown spread. I I would probably go. I would maybe a little bit, maybe 15. I'll go 15. And it is, let's see, it is up. It's 14. (laughs) All right, so we were all over that one. So not a lot of value based on what we were just saying. Uh, All right, Carolina at Atlanta. Anthony, you go first on this one.
0: Uh, this may be a little bit of an, of a overcorrection now with Atlanta winning and Carolina losing. So Atlanta should probably be the home favorite, even though I'd probably now take the bounce back maybe with Carolina. So Atlanta's probably favored by a field goal at home.
1: Mark?
2: I'll take three and a half.
1: I think it's got to be closer to a pick em. I, I would Ooh. say, I would say one and a half to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, I'll go with, I'll go with one and a half. It's two and a half. Okay. So, uh, close. Um, next game on the board is Eagles at lions. Ooh, God. Disgusting football game. Eagles at lions. I'll go first since you, you guys went first in the last two. Um, God, the lions fight. They, they really, they they do. uh, It's I'm going to go Eagles by 1. I think this one's close to a pick. You said Eagles minus 1? Yeah, I'm going Eagles minus 1 at Detroit.
0: I mean, Lions, they're still winless, right, last time I checked? Yep. All right. Yep. right. Um, you're right. I mean, Goff showed something in a revenge game, and you thought that the Ram- – I mean, even with the game Cup had, um, they didn't cover. So – Fake punt, onside yeah. kick
2: recovery. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. incredible.
0: incredible. <laughs> That's how you keep your team engaged, I guess. Um, I'll actually say, I actually call it as a pick em. Like, it feels like, although that may get a lot of money coming in on Philly. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Philly's probably a two-point favorite. Mark? I'll take two and a half.
1: Uh, the correct answer is three, Philadelphia minus right. three. Okay, so I guess I had a little bit too much love for the Lions. But uh, Titans at Colts. Uh, by the way, one one of the things when we did this, so remember last week we did this and we guessed the Bengals-Ravens line. Yeah, what did we say? I can't and, and you guys both were very close to the line. At, at You said, I think, six and seven. And I, I guessed it at three and a half. Because I thought it, I, I really thought yeah, it was a little too high. Um, so, and then that's a game that I bet based on that initial feeling. So, next uh, though, the Titans at the Colts. Mark, you go first.
2: Yeah, that's a tough, tough one. Um, the Colts are playing a lot better now. I think they're going to start stringing some wins together here. Um, but Titans are tough. I'll say two and a half.
1: Anthony.
0: Who's favored? Who did you have, Mark?
2: Uh, Colts favored, two and a half. Oh,
0: Colts favorite. Tennessee beat them earlier in this year, right? I think they beat them um, in Tennessee, if I can remember correctly. That sounds right. Yeah. And, you know, the Colts bouncing back here the last couple of weeks, I would say that the Colts are the favorite. It's going to be short. It'll probably be two and a half.
1: Um I'm going to disagree with both you guys. I think that the Titans would would be mm. favored. I think maybe give the Titans minus 1. Okay. Hit it is bam. Right on. Titans minus 1. Okay. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean you're you're coming off a win yeah. over Kansas City. Um that's a, yeah, you're right. Okay, so next game on the board is Rams at Texans one other thing before we guess this one I want to throw out last night during Sunday night football they brought up a great point in the fact that home field advantage this year has meant nothing in fact the road teams have a better record than the home teams so
0: and 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 that may correct itself once we get into the weather games true in some of these stadiums but you're exactly right fans are back why hasn't it helped like that you're exactly right. It's that's an oddball thing. Rams of Texans, uh, you know, this is this is a this is a big spread. I don't know if it's one of the biggest of the of the year, but you know, Rams just didn't cover as a big favorite, so uh with with being at home, I'd have to think they're gonna be equally as big. I don't think Houston can hang with that offense. So give me like seventeen. Yeah,
2: Mark. I'll say fourteen.
1: Uh I think it's probably in the 17 range mainly because look the Texans have been giving a lot of points and, and not scoring any. So I'm going to go 17. Uh Taylor's Mark Tyrod
2: Taylor's back.
1: Yeah, that that's true and that is a big mm-hmm. difference. Uh 14 and a half. So Mark more on the on the right side on that one. Uh Bengals at Jets. Bengals at Jets, Mark.
2: Um, God, I'm gonna say 13.
0: That sounds about right. I mean, is Wilson even available? I don't think, I don't so. think so. No, I no. So this is this has got to be right up where he's talking about. I mean, they got to be a huge home dog. Bengals are riding high, and this is where this is where you probably. It might come down a little bit, but it feels like this has to be. You said what? Well, what did you say, Mark? I said 13. Yeah, I'm I'm going to say 14. Okay, I'm going to go below you guys. Mm-hmm. I,
1: I, I'm going to say 10. I'm going to guess mm-hmm. 10. I think that, uh, that well, was a little I'd high. Like it. uh, it's 10. It's exactly oh, 10. Oh, my
0: goodness. That's amazing. That would make me want to take the Bengals right now.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised. Uh, next, Steelers at Browns. Ooh. What is this line? Steelers at Browns. Who's going to be the quarterback? Well, for the we Browns? don't know. I mean,
0: Baker didn't practice today, and it seems like Keenum would be the guy. Chubb's going to come back, most likely, if he gets through a week of practice. So, you know, even with Keenum, you get Chubb back the way they looked. I mean, this is a, this is probably right where it should be. Browns are probably a little b- better. A hair better than them, plus the home field. So it's a
1: three and a half, four. So probably three and a half. Mark?
2: I'll take it. Brown's favored by three.
1: Yep. In my head the entire time, I'm thinking this is a field goal spread, I'm thinking. And looking at it, it's three and a half. So (laughs) there you go, Anthony. Three and a half exactly. Um, Honestly, right now, I'd probably take the points. I would take the three and a half. Now that you have Mm -hmm. the hook, I don't think that'll stay. Yeah, that's key. Uh, next 49ers at bears. Go ahead, Anthony. 49ers at bears. The bears got a little COVID situation
0: going. Um, it may actually give them an advantage if, if Matt Nagy isn't coaching this weekend, but (laughs) I would say that the niners have to bounce back here. They're the better team. Niners are probably a, I would say niners are three points favorite. Mark,
2: yeah, I'm thinking the same way. Um, I'll take two. I'll do two and a half.
1: Yeah, I'm in that same territory too. I would say about a field goal. It is three and a half. Okay, so we were we were all very close on that one. Uh, Patriots, Chargers, Patriots at Chargers. I'm gonna see the Chargers had an off week this week. They've, the last time we saw them, they got destroyed by the Ravens. I think that the Chargers would probably give about six in this matchup at home. Mark?
2: I'll say six and a half.
0: You guys are right in there. I'm, I'm going to go a little less. I think the Patriots are showing me something, so I'll go Chargers
1: by five. It's five and a half. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all over that one. Washington at Denver.
0: Washington at Denver. <laughs> oh boy, you have to pay me to watch that, not to bet on it. Yeah, I'm um, kidding. Okay. Uh, I mean, Denver will be favored in this game, right? I mean, that's that's. I don't think that's a real issue, but so give me the typical three point home field advantage because it is Denver. Mark, I'll take two and a half.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think it's about a field goal. And it is exactly a field goal. All right. We will not be betting that one. That Mm -hmm. line seems about right. Uh, Dallas (laughs) at Minnesota. Dallas at Minnesota. Mark, go ahead. Uh, Man, there's a
2: lot of close ones. Um, I'll say two and a half on this one, too. Cowboys? Uh, Vikings are home, right? Yep, they are. Yeah, I, I I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I really like this game. So I, I'm I think Vikings favorite two and a half.
0: Anthony. Vikings the favorite at home. Okay, um, I'm going to actually say the Vikings will be a home dog in this game. Now uh, they're coming off their bye, and it's a really meaningful game for Minnesota. It's just absolutely huge for them. Uh, it is to to try to hang in this thing. They have the tiebreaker now over Carolina. Like they they had a nice win there. They go into their bye week. They're going to be pumped, but I still think they're a home dog. I mean, I'm going to go Dallas.
1: Dallas favored by three and a half. Yeah, I mean, Dallas has been so good against the spread. They're a public team. I don't think it's going to be quite that much. I would go Dallas minus two and a half. It is minus two and a half Dallas. Mm. Uh, And then the last one which I actually accidentally just saw the spread, so I won't make a guess on this, but you guys. Uh, Giants at Chiefs next uh, huh. next Monday night.
0: Go ahead,
2: Mark. Giants just won. Chiefs look like a disaster right now, but I, I can't pick the Giants. <laughs> the good conscience at Arrowhead. I, I'm going to say uh, probably... Thirteen and a half, Chiefs favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, it's just, I, I, last week was the buy low on the Giants week. Now that's gone. Kansas City, this is a last stand for them, and they're at home. Like I feel like they they have to show something here, and finally, you know, they're going to play a team that they are better than. Um, this has got to be, yeah, I, I would say thirteen and a half.
1: You guys are a little high. I think maybe because there's Mm -hmm. question marks of whether Mahomes plays. That's true. Um, And the line is 10. The line is 10. So, all right. So those are our lines for next week. Now, one thing that we did last week that I think makes sense to look at this week is taking the teams that are favored by a touchdown or more, money line them, parlay, money line them together, which would be the Chiefs over the Giants, the Bengals over the Jets, the Rams over the Texans and the Bills over the Dolphins, all a touchdown favorite or more, and I can't you can't quite get one to one on it. It's close. You get uh, you get uh, basically on your dollar you get eighty six cents. So you need to throw something else in there probably for the parlay. But uh, give me those teams again. It's uh, Chiefs, Bengals, Rams, and Bills. all, right, all huge favorites. It. I love it
2: this week. I mean, I think it's a good week to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I mean, the only other line that's a big spread uh, is is Chargers five and a half against the Patriots. So if you threw that one in there too, get a little bit more value. Uh, you would get oh, you get one and a half to one. So if you're you're you feel good about throwing the Chargers over the the Patriots in there as well. It's one and a half to one. So that's your big money line parlay for next week. What about Bills, Chiefs, Rams,
0: and then throw in the short fave, Arizona to stay undefeated at home against the Packers. Ooh. What would you think about that? Arizona to get over on Green Bay. That gives you 1.18 to 1. Um... And then if you throw in the Bengals with that, like I know you guys like that, that brings it up to 1.65 to 1 by just throwing an Arizona at home. I mean, they are going to be jacked. But I know it is against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and that could come back to haunt you.
1: Yeah, that would make me nervous. That yeah. Thursday game makes me nervous.
0: Yeah. I agree. And, and, you know, if you're throwing in all these money line favorites, probably no reason to risk it.
1: All right. So one new thing we're going to do, we're going to do a little $5 challenge to finish out the podcast this week. So we're each going to take three games for next weekend, college or pro that we like. And whoever gets last place each week owes $5 to the winner. Mm. Okay. So a little $5 challenge on the pod. Um, Do you guys have your three? I've got my three. You want me to, you want you want me to go first? You want to go first? Whatever. You're gonna have to fire out first. All right. So my three. I'm sticking all college guys. Uh, this is a line that I thought. Uh, I, I guess this line on on my show yesterday, and it's the Michigan Michigan State game. I guess the line would be close to a pick 'em. Maybe Michigan minus one. And it ends up being Michigan minus 4.5 against Michigan State on the road. I think that's too many points, so I will take Michigan State plus 4.5. My second line, I don't understand why Nebraska would give seven points to just about any other team in the Big Ten, okay? They find ways to lose. They always play close games, and they find ways to lose. So give me Purdue – plus seven against Nebraska. And then the last one, sticking in the Big Ten for me, I think Ohio State absolutely blows out Penn State. I think they absolutely blow out Penn State, giving 18 and a half. I'm not nervous about that. I would bet that all the way up to 21. I think Ohio State wins by more than three touchdowns. So I'm taking Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue as my three in the $5 challenge. Mark, you got your three? Let's hear it.
2: Yep, I'm going all NFL because I'm not very good at college, so I'm going pro. Um, I like the Chiefs minus 10. I like the Bengals minus 10. And I like uh, the Cardinals minus 3.5. Ooh,
1: for a guy who loves the the uh, upset money line, we're going all favorites out of you.
2: Yeah, changing it up for, the, for this.
0: All right, so I'm going to start with college. And I know it's kind of a tough, you get a rivalry feel to it, but... Uh, I'm going to try to ride the reverse wave of Wisconsin knocking off Purdue. And I'm going to take Iowa plus the three and a half at Wisconsin. Uh, like So even if they lose the game, I still I think I can win that bet. Um, as far as two pro, which is a little more fun for me right now, um, I will ride the – boy, I was going to ride that wave of Buffalo. and Boy, those are big, big spreads. I do think that the Bengals are prepared to f- to fight with that, you know, trap game, letdown game. We said the Bengals were minus ten. Yep. Yeah. Let Let's go ahead and lay that as well. That's just a team that I. I the Jets are so bad, and if they're going to go to a backup quarterback, and the way the Bengals defense feasted against Baltimore, they should be able to cover that ten. I don't. I don't even. There's no home field advantage there. I mean, it just doesn't. Feel that way, and then the fourth one off, or the third one off, to come up with an NFL game. Um, let's go with uh, uh, Chargers are minus five and a half to the Pats. Yep. Yeah, I I say they write their ship. Um, I know it's a lot of points, but uh, no, you know what? Let me change that. Let me change that. Give me. Uh, I think Washington's kind of a mess. Give me Denver minus three.
1: Ooh! In the game, you said you had no interest in watching. That is one of your favorite bets.
0: <laughs> I have no interest. I just have interest if it wins or not. I'll look up later and hope it does.
1: I'll watch any game when there's action on yeah, it, exactly. right? I was. Right. I, it's funny you say that. I was watching, um, gosh, it was Louisiana versus, I want to say Arkansas <laughs> State on a Thursday night, and I was like so into it. <laughs> Because it, it, it was part of my money line parlay.
0: Sometimes you feel like you're the Jeez. only one that has bet on it. That's exactly like right. You get exactly that weird right. feel like that that you have so much because you know no one else would in the right mind would be interested in this game.
1: There was like 40 yeah. people in the stands. The, the You know, the home schools didn't even care about mm-hmm. that game. And here I am. I, I was dialed in every minute. and uh, Boy, betting will do it to Can you. Can we build a prop parlay for tonight? I think we need to can real we, quick. Can we get one in because we need we need a victory. We do. We do. And let me tell you while you while you start bringing up those props, let me tell you real quick about what happened to me last night in a little thing called greed. Because I felt really good knowing it was going to be a rainy football game. And so I decided to take, um, I took Jonathan Taylor on the number of carries, which was 16, and I took him at the yardage at 76. He had that basically covered by halftime. I took Elijah Mitchell. Uh, with 15 carries and needing 60 yards, he had that basically at halftime, except the problem is I also decided to throw in Marlon Mack getting 17 rushing yards. He got three carries for four yards, and that screwed mm. up my $50 oh. to win a $1,000 parlay. Everything else basically was done at half. I was hoping Marlon Mack would get the junk carries at the end of the game to get to 17 yards. Didn't happen. And it was a loser because of greed. All right, let's. What What do you guys like tonight?
2: I don't want to mess you guys up. Your mojo was was good until I threw in the Tannehill rushing yards last week. So <laughs> I don't have any. That was a, that was a tough.
0: That was just a tough one to get. It always is. Um, I think we got very close on the Henry receiving yards. I think one actually got called back. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we were close, but it just felt like we were fighting an uphill battle with some of the ones we went. We went with a couple of odd ballers, you know, the rushing quarterback and the the, the running back with the receiving yards. I do feel like whatever Kamara's receiving yards are wouldn't be bad to, to go over.
1: Yeah. Now, again, this is expected to be at least the last that I saw a ugly yeah. weather game again. Um.
0: So Such a short pass, though, for him. It's always catch and run. What are Kamara's receiving
1: yards? Receiving yards, uh, 35 40.
0: and a half. Oh, I like that. I That's do, too. A, yeah, I, I like that. It's the first one that jumped to my mind is a short throw, completion, run after the catch. I like Kamara over. Absolutely in on that. So what's the number, 34 and a half? 35 and a half. 35 and a half, okay. So we'll go Kamara over 35 and a half.
1: Let me give you a couple of the other wide receivers. You got Callaway at 45 and a half. Collins at seven and a half for Seattle. Metcalf 61 and a half. Swain at 15 and a half, which I actually like that one. I like Swain over 15 and a half. Uh, Gerald Everett at 20 and a half and Lockett at 46 and a half. I like Swain. Let me just tell you why mm-hmm. I like Swain is because I, I think Marshawn Lattimore will be uh, will, will be tough for for Metcalf and potentially Lockett. So I think there could be some yardage in there for Swain. I like it. All right, let's I'll th- go with let's it. Let's throw that one in there. Uh, do you guys like passing yards, passing TDs? The passing yards are really low because of the rain. Because of the rain. Winston at two hundred and seven and a half. Oh boy. Geno Smith at two oh three and a half. I feel like
0: Jameis would be under that. Um I mean, Seattle's defense has been bad, with the weather's the, the great equalizer here. Um I mean they're also allowing like third most rushing yards a game.
1: Um what are what are Kamara's total? Uh you can go His rushing at ninety six, and you can go Jameis rushing at nineteen, Collins at forty nine. I don't really like that. I'd go on. Oh yeah, no, yeah. What do that? What do that? Rashard Penny at that's Penny's not listed, which Mm -hmm. I'm surprised by because I think Penny's going to play tonight, and I would like to see his number. Geno Smith at sixteen is a little attractive.
0: Yeah, are we yeah. gonna are we gonna ride that train again? Know, the that's... quarterback <laughs> rushing train <Yeah>. again. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's not awful. I, I will tell you, I, I don't hate that last one you threw in there, the Gino over sixteen yards rushing.
2: What about Winston picks?
1: Uh that you can't parlay, unfortunately. Especially in a bad weather game, that would be nice.
0: Yeah.
1: We I'd... could yeah, go ahead. Could throw uh, Kamara at uh, scoring a touchdown at minus 250. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That feels like a lock.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Kamara, anytime My touchdown? Team. My
2: fantasy team needs three touchdowns from him tonight. <laughs> Let me ask,
0: did you just say Kamara has to do it rushing or receiving? No, it could be receiving. All right, rushing. so
1: anytime touchdown for Kamara. We could even take That's two. Cool. Would you be interested in doing two at plus 200? <laughs> Can I give you two, Mark? A you need three. That would be eleven to one.
0: <laughs> I don't know. He's been kind of up and down, Kamara. I, I. I... One safe. One is the run. Is the right call.
1: You like a Metcalf touchdown?
0: Unless we want to, unless we want to go with the over on Jameis. I mean, Seahawks defense. I mean, they've been shredded by dudes.
2: What did they have Lockett's yards at? Well, I guess we already took Swain. But Lockett's yards didn't seem too bad either. 40-something.
0: I like that, too. Why don't we go Swain and Lockett and double up on Kamara?
1: Lockett is 46-and-a-half, so yeah. we'd need 47. I like that, too. Yeah, let's go over let's that. Let's go what Swain's at? Swain was at 15-and-a-half. Okay. And then, do you guys both like uh, New Orleans to win the game?
0: Not, not necessarily. No, I mean, this is a last stand game for the Seahawks too.
1: I just don't think with Geno Smith. I mean,
2: what are his? What were his passing yards at? Since we're taking two receivers. Yeah.
1: Yeah, good Go point. It's at 207 for Winston, 205 and a half for Geno.
0: Boy, the weather. You know, you yeah. guys talked about it. I don't know. I haven't seen the forecast, but if it sounds as bad as it is, I don't know if I'd want to be going over on passing yards tonight.
1: He did look pretty yeah. good in the couple drives he, he was he was in. Yeah.
0: He did, and, you know, I almost feel like you're right. Do we want to – I like the rushing yards for him, but it's also a scary one that he may never even – Come near. Yeah, you know? it's
1: an annoying thing to root for something that might be
0: two plays. Yeah, he was two. Yeah. He was two o nine against Pittsburgh in the overtime. So I'm not really that big on the over. Yeah, for Gino, I could. I I'd almost be. I, I could be talked into the Jameis yardage.
1: Yeah, at that two o eight, I kind of like that. Two oh eight is does not seem like a ton. No,
0: and and we correlate that with the run
1: after the catch for not only for that Kamara. But Jameis does have a tendency to have one like bomb a game where he, you know, will throw a fifty yard touchdown. Or... Let me
0: see if I can put you over the top with his uh his stats for this year so far. You say we got to hit two ten on the passing yards. Two oh eight. 208, so here's Jameis' log for this year. He's gone 148, 111, 128. Last two games, 226, 279. The 226 was an overtime against the Giants, and then he hit for 279. He's trending the right direction, but I don't like the fact that he's, you know, that in his first, by the way, he hasn't thrown it for more than 30 times this year. They just don't – he's around a 20, 22, 21, 23, 30. That puts a lot of pressure on a guy to get to 209.
2: when oh, Hill takes some of those yards too when he comes in.
1: Uh, Hill is out. Hill is out this week. Oh, he's not playing. Yeah, he, had, he okay. had a concussion, yeah. yep. Uh, right. well, Camara, though, rushing yards. If it's going to be – we know they run the ball a lot already anyway. And if they're going to have bad weather – Ninety-six yards for Camara is not crazy.
0: No, it's not. I mean, it's it certainly has a feel of that they're going to try to ride him a little bit. That's why I went with the receiving yards. I do like that. So we know he's great. Um, let's see. You said ninety-three and a half. Feels high though. You know he's only got he's only gotten that total once this season. He got one hundred and twenty, which he did in week four against the Giants. I do not like him going over ninety three and a half. He really usually don't. only
2: gets like twelve to fourteen carries. Yeah.
0: the rest is uh, receptions.
1: And yeah. his over other over under carries number is twenty one and a half. And what's what's Whoa. yeah? I I think that's got to be because of the weather. What's Callaway's yeah. receiving yards? Forty five and a half. And I have, and I need him to go off in fantasy myself, so I wouldn't mind rooting Harris for him. Is, Deontay Harris is out, so that's going to open things up.
0: Maybe we put him in. I think Callaway over would be the call. That way, we don't have to worry about Jameis throwing for two hundred nine, and we just grab his guy, grab his one. We got his two guys, Kamara and Callaway.
1: All right, I'm with you on All that. Right. Let's, yep. let's All right. Throw so, it's that Kamara
0: over 35 and a half, Swain over 15 and a half, Kamara anytime touchdown, lock it over forty-six and a half, and a Callaway over how much?
1: Forty-five and a half. and a half. and that makes us a little more than 10 to 1. I like it. All nice. right. Process Lock it in. We are locking it in on cashing out. All right, we're going to do this again next Monday. Can't wait till you guys hand over that $5 Mm. when I win this $5 challenge. All right, we will see you next Monday.
0: Atlas Butler is built to keep you comfortable, and our plumbing services are no exception. You can rely on Atlas Butler for trusted, convenient plumbing and drain service. Our expert plumbers and drain specialists can take care of anything from a broken water heater to a clogged drain. Call today, get it fixed today. That's our pledge to you. Atlas Butler is at your service call.